Why do you work? What keeps you continuing to show up, put effort and time in, and solving problems each day in support of a business or a mission? What about your people? Do you know why they work? Knowing what moves people, what motivates them, and tapping into that can help you bring out the best in people. It enables them, you, and your whole team to achieve significant impacts. So in today's episode, we're exploring motivation, diving into what leaders need to know, why it matters, and how to activate the power of intrinsic motivation. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. I'm Josh, and welcome to the 3x5 Leadership Podcast, where we champion intentional leaders who create significant impacts. In this show, we share simple and practical strategies to help you live, to lead, and to learn more intentionally. Thanks for joining us for today's episode, which is part one of three, where we dive deep into motivation, understanding why people work, what keeps them inspired, and how leaders can generate motivation in healthy and sustainable ways. So what motivates people? I tend to bucket people's motivation into three basic categories. First is just no motivation, which essentially leads to non-compliance. There's no drive internally or externally that leads people to act. So no motivation equals no action, which equals no results. The second bucket is extrinsic motivation, which leads to simple employee compliance. And then this third bucket is intrinsic motivation, which generates a person's commitment. I believe intrinsic motivation is powerful and what leaders should aim to tap into with their people. It's the focus for today's episode, so let's start by comparing extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation is simply people's behavior driven by external rewards or the desire to avoid punishment. My favorite example of extrinsic motivation is the famed Seahawks, uh, Seattle Seahawks football player Marshawn Lynch at the 2015 Super Bowl press conference where his response to every media question was, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Extrinsic motivation can be fueled by money, the threat of losing it, desire for promotion, status, or a title. I even heard a story once of someone interviewing a uh, prospective employee and asked the question, why do you work? The employee's response was simply, I need money so I can buy drugs. Now, while obviously I don't support the source of inspiration, it does show that a wide variety of things can move people to action at work. Common practices like earning commission, end of year bonuses, and other company perks like those are all examples of extrinsic motivation mechanisms. It can come from a number of things, but ultimately it comes down to I do X so that I can get, achieve, or avoid Why? But there's some issues and some leadership challenges and limitations with extrinsic motivation. For one, it requires consistent leader oversight and involvement. Because Dean is clearly motivated by external things, we have low mutual trust uh, between him and me. So as the leader, I have to remain consistently engaged to provide him guidance and oversee his tasks, which consumes my time and capacity that could maybe be better employed somewhere else. Additionally, extrinsic motivation is addicting. As leaders continue to provide the stick and care style approach to motivating, people become conditioned to those expectations. And in time, they'll only maintain the behavior as long as their reward does too, 
which burdens leaders to maintain consistent and even likely escalating rewards. Extrinsic motivation is transactional. It's X for Y. There's no growth. There's no learning. There's no development. There's no tapping into people's potential. So if I'm extrinsically motivated, I will likely comply with the mere basics expected of me from my boss and from my business culture as long as the external source of motivation continues to flow in or as long as the punishment is curtailed. So in response, my, my main argument for this episode is that as a leader, I should always aim to cultivate intrinsic motivation in others first and foremost. I'll settle for extrinsic-based compliance if I must, but I always start by trying to build intrinsic motivation in them first. When we talk about intrinsic motivation, it's about being driven by internal, personal means that are not tied to external benefit. It can come from your belief in the organization and its mission, from the personal fulfillment that you feel when contributing to something that you consider significant. It can also come from your personal values that you hold and even share with the organization. As you can see, uh, intrinsic motivation becomes a very personal experience where each person has their unique why that serves as their like, wellspring for their commitment. And because it's unique, it can look very different from person to person. It may be an employee choosing to take additional responsibility at work with no associated personal benefits simply because they believe in what they and the organization are doing. It could be someone seeing a problem, like a, some broken process at work, and taking the initiative to do something about it without being told to by their boss because they care about adding value and making the organization better. It can also be as simple as an employee understanding and committing to their role, realizing the important impact that they are having through it. Now, counter to the issues and the limitations of extrinsic motivation that we discussed earlier, I believe that intrinsic motivation actually enables some pretty awesome things at work. And these things include uh, things like a readiness for development in others. They care. They want to add value. They want to get better and want to make the organization better. And they're open to and even seek development in order to get there. Intrinsic motivation also enables trust between leader and employee. If as a boss, I know Becca cares about our team, our mission, and her role in it, I place a lot more trust in her. And as a result, I don't feel compelled to micromanage her. I don't have to stay on top of her tasks and time each day. That in turn affords me improved leader capacity, and I have more time and space to think about and put effort toward other important initiatives for our organization that may not have had time to do otherwise. And as a team of uh, people based on intrinsic motivation that creates opportunity for what I'll call like graduate level team norms. When we're working on a team of extrinsically motivated people, they're not interested nor are they ready for things like feedback, accountability, and high expectations. However, on an intrinsically motivated team, they're all ready for that, they desire it, they seek it, all to get better. Of motivation through the lens of intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation, my natural question is then, okay, so now what? And as we find, transition to this final portion of today's episode, let's look at five ways that leaders can begin cultivating intrinsic motivation in their people and teams. One, leaders should use motivation as a consideration when hiring new people. Let's start by getting the right people on the bus first. So during a, a hiring interview or as part of your hiring process, ask the question, why do you work? 
may not get to the heart of the reason in their first response. So uh, follow it up with like, okay, why that? And do it again and again as you need until you get to the person's core motivation for work. It might be an increased paycheck to help fund their expanded family with a newly ill parent at home. Um, or it might be because the person is passionate about your organization's mission and is looking to have an impact on the community through it. Or it might be that just they need money for drugs, right? So you may be surprised by the, the wide horizon of reasons that why people work, but equipped with that knowledge, you can ensure that you hire the right people and also use that to motivate them and show appreciation for them in ways that they desire when they're on the team. Okay, number two, be a role model for the care, the energy, and the commitment that you want in your organization. Be passionate about who you are, what you do, and why you do it as an organization. Talk about it. Be excited about it. And do it every day. You'll be surprised by how contagious your energy is as a leader. A simple question of why do you think our organization exists can surprisingly spark some great conversation with people in your team. Now three, uh, communicate perspective to help others see the why and the broader picture. Your people below you on the organization chart just don't have access to the same information and don't see the broader environment that you're working in like you do. Help them understand it to appreciate it. Share what is going on around them and above them. Explain the intent behind decisions every chance you get. It may take some added time to, to provide this perspective and tell stories, but I think it's time uh, investment well worth it because an informed employee is an equipped one and an equipped employee is an empowered one. So number four is to give responsibility down within your team to generate ownership. Think back on one of your first jobs and the first time you were given real responsibility for something. It could have been a product to manage a business process maybe, or it could have even been just like a physical thing or a space. But when your boss told you that you're in charge of it and it's yours, I imagine you did just that. You made it yours. You took pride in it. You put work in to make it the best that you could and ensure that it added all the value that you could to your team and your customers. Responsibility generates ownership and ownership generates intrinsic motivation. So consider ways that you can give small bits of responsibility to your people. And over time, as they excel and grow through the process, you can increase their responsibility. They'll be better, they'll be more motivated, and the organization at large will be better too. And finally, number five, uh, is to grant autonomy to your people. And this is actually a, a pretty significant topic, which is why we're going to make it the topic for our next part in the motivation series here in a few weeks. Uh, in it, we're going to explore what autonomy is, what it looks like when leaders grant autonomy, and then really even into a few ways that you can begin leveraging this really powerful tool yourself. So I look forward to this next episode, and I hope that you join us as we continue this uh, short motivation series. So think back to why you work. How are you motivated? Leaders must always start by understanding ourselves first. How can you assess the source of motivation for your people this week? How can you find out why they work and use that to lead and motivate them in the best way possible? And is there one thing that you can adjust this week focused on cultivating intrinsic motivation in others? 
Now, as we end today's episode, uh, I just want to thank you for joining us and for listening. Um, our team is, is new to podcasting, and, and we deeply appreciate your support as we get this thing off the ground. Uh, we still have a lot of kinks to, to work out in this show. Trust me, we know. Um, so thanks for still choosing us. If you like the episode, uh, I encourage you to just give us a like and a follow. Uh, we get a new episode that comes out uh, every other Monday. So uh, tell a friend or a colleague about it too if you, if you think that they could benefit from some of the insight that we share uh, here. And if you're new to 3x5, uh, check us out at 3x5leadership.com today. We offer a ton more beyond uh, the podcast that can help you and your team. So you can also subscribe via email uh, and get notifications of our new content every Monday. And lastly, if you're looking for more, more exclusive content, more ways to support 3x5, I offer that you consider becoming a 3x5 patron. You can learn more about being a patron at patreon.com forward slash 3x5leadership, uh, which you can access in the show notes. So that's it for this week, friends. Thanks for your support, and thanks for showing up every day in whatever leadership role you fill. Everyone is entitled to exceptional leadership, and you provide that leadership. I'm Josh, uh, and until next time, take care and lead well.